Do you feel like your stress levels are constantly on the rise? You're not alone. Feeling stress is a perfectly normal feeling, but it can sometimes feel like you're taking on the world without the strength to get back up. In my free Foods That Soothe ebook, you'll discover some key vitamins, nutrients, and recipes that may help you to improve your mood as well as to reduce your stress. I know how it feels to be overwhelmed, so I wrote this resource with you in mind. No matter how stressed you are, there is always a way to find relief. This book doesn't take more than 10 minutes to read. You can even read it on your phone or on your tablet. You can also grab the free download over at trudyestone.com forward slash foods that soothe. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I'm so grateful that you tuned in today. Food is the fuel that regulates your energy and your mood, which can also significantly affect your memory and your focus. So just like your car can't run without the right fuel, your brain can't run without the right fuel also. Food has the incredible ability to affect your memory, mental clarity, and focus. So the best place to start is by what you put on your plate. So this topic actually comes from a question I got from one of you. So Mariana asked, what are the best foods for concentration and memory? So that's exactly what we're going to talk about here today. And Mariana is definitely not alone in this because I've had some of my one-on-one clients come to me as well, um, you know, having the same issue, just not being able to recall things as frequently and just feeling like their memory is just not their best. So today I'm going to be sharing five of the best foods that will help to improve your memory and your focus. But first, I want to talk about some things that may actually be weakening your brain or your memory. So the first one are high glycemic index foods. So we're talking about things like white bread, pasta, and anything else that's made from refined flour. So the danger about these foods is that your body still processes them much in the same way that it does with sugar, even though these foods don't always taste sweet. So high glycemic index foods are also things like crackers, those crackers that we love to eat with cheese and that sort of thing. Um, Some of them are high in sugar as well, right? Now, I'm not going to be a complete killjoy. You don't need to remove carbs from your diet completely. You just need to be a bit smarter about the ones that you do eat. The quality of your carbs you eat matters. In one study with over 15,000 participants, researchers evaluated which carbohydrates, if any, were associated with depression. Better quality carbohydrates were defined as whole grains, uh, foods high in fiber, and those that are ranked low on the glycemic index. So the glycemic index is a measure of how quickly foods convert to glucose when broken down during digestion. The faster a food turns into glucose in the body, the higher its GI ranking. 
Researchers discovered that people who had the highest score on the carbohydrate quality index, meaning that they were eating better quality carbs, were 30% less likely to develop depression than those who were eating high glycemic index carbs. So high GI carbs include things like potatoes, um, white bread, so typically white potatoes, um, white bread, white rice, pasta, cookies, especially the store-bought cookies. Now, you know how much I love cookies. I've talked about this extensively on this podcast, (laughs) but I would much rather have you make cookies in your own kitchen than to buy the store-bought stuff, okay? Um, Low GI foods include things like dark leafy greens, um, most fruits, raw carrots, kidney beans, chickpeas, lentils, beans, that sort of thing. Okay, so food number two is added sugars. And this is the second food that we want to avoid because this is weakening our memory and weakening our brain. Okay, so added sugars. The brain uses energy in the form of glucose. I just talked about this earlier. So glucose is a form of sugar and that fuels cellular activities. However, a high sugar diet can lead to excess glucose in your brain, which studies have linked to memory impairments and less plasticity of the hippocampus. And this is the part of the brain that controls your memory. So one of the talks that I do when I go to different organizations or when I host different workshops is I talk about the effects of sugar on the brain. And there's this one slide that I always show the participants or the attendees. And I always get a lot of like, you know, gasp from the audience and like, you know, raise eyebrows and that sort of thing. And it's when I show the brain scan, when it shows what sugar does to the brain and sugar literally does eat away at your brain. And again, it specifically affects that part of your brain known as the hippocampus. And this is the part of your brain that is responsible for memory memory and learning. So consuming unhealthy processed foods like baked goods, like soda, um, which are often loaded with refined and added sugars, often in the form of high fructose corn syrup that floods the brain with way too much glucose. All right. So food number two that weakens your memory is not a food, but it's actually a drink is alcohol. Okay. So Guys, it has been a rough couple of years. I don't need to tell you this. We have all lived it, right? We are feeling more stressed than ever before. And many people are turning to alcohol to soothe and to cope. So here's the thing. While drinking might make you feel more relaxed in the moment and you feel like you deserve that drink after a long day or a long week, you'll often pay for it the next morning when you wake up with brain fog and just feeling just very lethargic. So there was a research professor and director at the French Institute of Health and Medical Research. Her colleagues followed over 9,000 people over the course of 23 years to see how alcohol related to the incidence of dementia. And dementia is something that we're also seeing on the rise as well. In this study, they reported that people who had abstained from alcohol completely or who consumed more than 14 drinks a week had a higher risk of dementia compared to those who drank alcohol in moderation. So what does heavy drinking look like? Well, for women, that is drinking more than about seven drinks a week or three drinks per day. For men, it's consuming more than 14 drinks per week or more than four drinks in a single day at least once a month. So when I work with clients who turn to alcohol to soothe, I always ask them to consider why they're reaching for that drink. Is it a means of coping? Is it something that you're trying to avoid? Then do the work to heal it at the root instead of in the glass. This is why I talk a lot about, um, you know, mindset, um, the importance of your thoughts and how a thought leads to a feeling, which leads to an action. It all really starts with those thoughts that we have. And, and I'm going off on a tangent here, but, you know, I want to say this, every thought that you think is not true. 
And we're conditioned to believe that every single thought that pops into our head is true. And it's not. And that could also be something that's really helpful for you as well. Like when you have this thought, something like a very distressing thought, ask yourself, is this true? Right? Again, remember guys, not every thought that you think is true. And it's also important to remember that that thought that you have, that leads to a feeling, which leads to an action. And typically it's an action that is not good for us, like using alcohol to cope and to soothe. Okay? So again, it all starts with the foundation, which is your thoughts. This is why I'm so obsessed about this. <laughs> all right. So the, the third group, is this the third one? Is that what we're on right now? The next group are processed meats. This is the other you know group of foods that we want to avoid. Okay. So processed meats such as bacon, um, smoked turkey from the deli counter that we love to pack into our sandwiches, um, ham. Um, smoked meats like these contain nitrosamines. And these are also known as nitrates. And this causes the liver to produce fats that are toxic to the brain. So we want to minimize these instead. Okay. So instead of the processed meats in your sandwich, you know, maybe you you put something like, um, I don't know, I would say like maybe you could do like a chickpea salad, you know, sandwich or something like that. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. That's something that I like to do in my sandwiches. Um, so I'll just take like, um, you know, some chickpeas. I'll mash it up in a bowl. I might add like a few different things like lemon juice, a couple different spices. And then you just like mash it up all together and you kind of spread it in your sandwich and then you have a sandwich that way. Okay, so maybe something like that. All right. So let's try to move away from those processed meats and those delicacies meats again i know they're quick and they're easy and convenient to put in our sandwiches but again there are there is some research to show that they actually do have these um, chemicals that are toxic to their brain and may also be toxic to your memory all right so the next group of foods are fried foods so french fries onion rings I don't know about anybody else out there. Onion rings is definitely my weakness. I don't know if they have this in the States. Do they have A&W in the States or is it something else in the States? But here in Canada, we have A&W. And there is actually one that is close to my house. Unfortunately, there are two that are close to my house. And I love their onion rings. Okay. So I don't completely cut out the onion rings from my life. I do allow myself to enjoy the onion rings in moderation. So I would say maybe a couple times a month, I do cave into those onion rings. Hey, I am not perfect. But we do want to minimize these foods like the French fries, the onion rings, um, tempura. I know a lot of people love the tempura shrimp or they think that if they eat vegetables in tempura, you know, tempura, this is actually healthy for you. Eh, wrong. OK, or even fish and chips. OK. I get it. Like I said, I love the onion rings. I do like the fried foods myself, so I completely get this one. But when it comes to brain health, it does pay to reduce the amount of fried foods you eat. So there was one study that included over 18,000 people, and they found that a diet high in, fr in uh, fried foods was linked to lower scores in learning and memory. So the reason these guilty pleasures cause inflammation, which can damage the blood vessels that supply the brain with blood. And when it comes to memory, focus, concentration, it is all about blood flow to that brain. All right. So we want to minimize those foods that impact that process. So there was another study that looked at over 700 people and they measured their levels of depression and mental resilience. It also documented their level of fried food consumption. Sure enough, researchers found that those who consumed more fried foods were more likely to develop depression in their lifetime. So if you're eating fried foods daily, you know, switch maybe to weekly. OK, if it's a weekly habit, try enjoying them just once a month. OK, that's what I did. OK, so before, you know, before I you know became a nutritionist, before I lost weight, I was eating fried foods pretty much almost every single day. 
So that's what I did. I just started by tapering it back, right? So if you're eating it, again, if you're eating it daily, try just having it weekly, okay? If it's a weekly habit, just try enjoying it maybe once a month, okay? If you don't eat fried foods, then you're already on your way to happier times and you can just disregard this part. <laughs> All right, but yeah, we do want to minimize those foods, guys. And again, like, I don't want to be a killjoy here. You know, for me, it really is, you know, all things in moderation. I do really believe that all foods can fit. Um, it's just about looking at your diet and just choosing those healthy foods at least, I would say, 80% of the time, okay? So now let's get into some foods that may help to enhance your memory and your focus. So the first food are eggs. So eggs are a great food for memory because they are a rich source of a B vitamin called choline, which the brain relies on to manufacture the neurotransmitter acetylcholine. So this neurotransmitter is key for memory. And approximately 90% of the American population is deficient in choline. So eating three eggs daily will meet women's minimum requirement, while men, you want to make sure that you're getting about four eggs daily to meet your minimum requirement. All right, so food number two that may help with your memory and your focus are blueberries. I love blueberries, okay? Amongst most fruits and vegetables, blueberries contain the highest amount of antioxidants due to their abundance of compounds called flavonoids. So blueberries contain two very important compounds that are known to improve brain function, anthocyanins and pterostilbene. So all you need to know about that, because I know that's a mouthful, those two words right there, right? All you need to know is that these antioxidants go a long way with protecting your brain and have also been shown to improve memory and increase blood flow to the brain. And remember I talked about earlier how important blood flow is to the brain, right? When you want to enhance your memory and your focus. So anthocyanins can cross the blood-brain barrier and enhance the part of the brain that is responsible for memory, which is the hippocampus. So your blood-brain barrier is similar to the lining in your gut, okay? Um, and in fact, when one 12-week study of those taking blueberries, they showed improved memory and mood in addition to improved blood sugar levels. So eat those blueberries, guys, toss them in your smoothie, you know, maybe eat them as a snack. You know, if you're making pancakes, you know, throw them on top of your pancakes, however you get them, just make sure you guys, you guys are getting more blueberries. This is actually my favorite smoothie to have in the morning. Do you feel like your stress levels are constantly on the rise? You're not alone. Feeling stressed is a perfectly normal feeling, but it can sometimes feel like you're taking on the world without the strength to get back up. In my free Foods That Soothe ebook, you'll discover some key vitamins, nutrients, and recipes that may help you to improve your mood as well as to reduce your stress. I know how it feels to be overwhelmed, so I wrote this resource with you in mind. No matter how stressed you are, there is always a way to find relief. This book doesn't take more than 10 minutes to read, you can even read it on your phone or on your tablet. You can also grab the free download over at trudyestone.com forward slash foods that soothe. Um, so food number three to improve your memory is nutritional yeast. I don't know if you guys have heard of nutritional yeast before, um, but it's very popular in the vegan community as a substitute for cheese. So similar to the active yeast found in breads, but without the leavening agents, nutritional yeast is an inactive yeast that's made from sugarcane and beet molasses. It's then heated and then dried, and then it's crumbled into flakes, and it tastes almost identical to cheese. Almost. Not exactly, but almost. <laughs> so in fact, actually, at the time of this recording, I'm actually going to be shooting a City Line segment tomorrow. And in fact, I am going to be talking about nutritional yeast. 
So this ep- when this episode gets released, that episode of City Line will not be released yet. So just make sure you look out for it. Um, that'll be posted, you know, sometime in the next couple of weeks. But, you know, one of the things I am going to be talking about, you know, on that episode is nutritional yeast and the benefits of it. Okay, so if you um, experience brain fog or memory problems, then you may have a vitamin B12 deficiency and nutritional yeast is a great source of vitamin B12. So vitamin B12 is crucial for making new neurons or brain cells and to engage the action of our neurotransmitters, but it can be a tough one to get through food. So as you may have heard, vegans are especially at risk of a vitamin B12 deficiency since one of the best sources are animal foods, okay? So next food that I have are almonds, okay? Almonds are a great source of vitamin E, and this is a key antioxidant that protects your brain. Vitamin E doesn't really get a lot of love like some of the other vitamins. And I'm not really sure why, because vitamin E is so important to your body. It's important for your hair, your skin and your nails. If you want to have, you know, if you want to get that glow up. <laughs> and also, if you've ever heard of food synergy, the idea of food synergy is that two foods taken together are more nutritious together. So vitamin E and vitamin C, they go together like Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. <laughs> I just have them on my brain right now. I don't know if you guys have heard their little announcement this week, but, um, you know, vitamin E and vitamin C, if you don't know who ASAP Rocky and Rihanna are, then um, vitamin E and vitamin C go together like peanut butter and jelly. Okay, so there's that analogy for you. You know, I love my analogies. So a study confirmed the power of this duo for preventing memory loss and lowering the risk of developing Alzheimer's and dementia by 60%. Other studies have found that a diet rich in vitamin C and E was linked to a 20 to 25% decreased risk of Alzheimer's disease. So pair vitamin E rich almonds with vitamin C rich blueberries and strawberries to take advantage of this powerful combo. Next up, we have collards. Love them or hate them. They are so good for your brain and your body. Collards are a great source of calcium. And yes, that is right. It is entirely possible to get calcium from other sources other than milk. You can use collards as a wrap for burritos. This is what I do sometimes or tacos. Um, You can slice it into strips and toss it into your salad or your stews. This is what I also do as well. So remember, I just talked about food synergy, right? Well, calcium helps with the absorption of vitamin D. So if you don't have enough vitamin D in your body, it means that your body can't process calcium. And vitamin D is actually um, a nutrient that a lot of people are deficient in as well. So you might want to get your levels checked there too. So yes, calcium is important for bone health, but it's also important for the release of neurotransmitters. Low levels of calcium may lead to impaired memory, focus, depression, and anxiety. Next, we have rosemary. Now, this is such an amazing, lovely herb. I love doing so many different things with rosemary. Yes, I like cooking with it, but I also love putting it in my drinks as well, Um, especially if I'm making lemonade in the summertime. I'll just um, sometimes boil up some some lemon juice with some rosemary, and it's like a nice rosemary lemonade, so it's like a nice savory type of situation. You could do that in the wintertime too. Hey, why not? Right. Um, But this lovely herb is um, is a rock star, typically in Mediterranean cooking. Right. So rosemary is a brain booster, particularly when used as an essential oil in aromatherapy. So smelling rosemary essential oil is believed to improve efficiency and proficiency at mental tasks. Also, rosemary essential oil may help with memory retention, and this is super beneficial for anybody that may be learning a new skill, or maybe if you have a speaking engagement and maybe you have to present something at work, amazing for that. 
Okay, so next up, and this is the last one that I have to hear for you guys today, is ashwagandha. That is also a mouthful, ashwagandha. So if you're feeling overworked, if you're feeling strung out, if you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out, if so, ashwagandha may be your new best friend. <laughs> it has been traditionally used in Ayurvedic medicine to rejuvenate and enhance brain function. In fact, more recent studies suggest it may even help the nerve cells within the hippocampus to branch correctly. And remember, the hippocampus is the part of your brain that is, is responsible for memory and learning. So this herb, ashwagandha, is believed to help treat nervous exhaustion and prevent the deterioration of brain cells. Ashwagandha may offer the additional benefit of supporting your immune system, which is likely to be a little bit run down if you've been burning the candle at both ends. And many of us have been during the pandemic because now we have a lot more additional responsibilities that we didn't have before, both at home as well as at work. So ashwagandha may assist with mental clarity, information processing, and overall cognitive performance. But of course, before you add any sort of herbs or supplements to your diet, please make sure to check with your doctor first. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to trudyestone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.